0: three two one welcome back to another episode of what the bleep are they talking about the podcast where we help you understand what everybody is talking about in the news today i'm jack i'm
1: jennifer and before
0: we get started make sure you share this content with everybody
1: and don't forget to like subscribe and follow all the social media but don't follow people in real life because that's creepy y'all
0: please don't do that did you know that the New York Post today has an article about Joe Rogan.
1: I actually did not until you brought it up. Oh you were like, let's talk about Joe Rogan. And I was like, I don't even know what's happening. I so. watched
0: the video okay. last night on Twitter. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Because you agree that CNN is not great.
1: They're, no, they're, they're not great. And they... I mean, like all this or the majority of the news sites, especially the ones that are like more right or more left, like they're all going to sensationalize and they're all going to just, you know, put out whatever's going to get them views because they're just going to say
0: the same thing over and over
1: again. So they just have to say it with a little bit more gusto Mm -hmm. each time.
0: And it's all about trashing people as well. And it's about time they got their just dessert
1: i mean i feel like all of the media needs total
0: reform so it's all terrible yeah i completely agree but here's an example of them coming on to joe rogan's show Well, one mainstream media outlet coming on to his show after trashing him yeah and he was able he didn't trash them but simply called them out for the like you said their manipulative tactics and what they do to yeah. get clicks, regardless of how it affects other people.
1: Well, and I always talk about, you know, how uh, ugh, the one Cuomo, he's on seen right, I believe?
0: Yeah, Chris Cuomo.
1: Uh, yeah, he, I always talk about how I hate or I laugh at when he brings the scientist or the doctor, mm-hmm. which it may be this guy that we're talking to right. here, he the is, chief yep. mm-hmm. um, medical correspondent. Right. Brings him on there and then basically talks over him and says what he wants him to say. And then he's like, you heard it here first, everybody, from our chief medical correspondent. No, no, no. We heard it from you, not from him. So.
0: And I'll be real. I watched the video and Dr. Sanjay Gupta seems like a totally nice guy. Seems he like a yeah. completely nice guy. Yeah,
1: he seems very rational, very level-headed. Like, he seems like a cool dude.
0: But there is a difference between seeing him on CNN and seeing him... Here, having a normal conversation, there is a slight difference.
1: Because, I mean, that's who employs him. Then they basically tell him how to act and what to do and what to say.
0: And I think that's very telling when people get too ingrained with the messaging that they're receiving from mainstream sites. They get too ingrained that this is the truth. This is the way things are. And then you see him come on to another show and you're like, well, this is totally different right yeah. than from what i'm used to be seeing and that really i think just exemplifies that you know don't take everything at face value all
1: yeah the time i wonder is he gonna have any like repercussions from going on the show on the podcast and
0: no he was on i saw a follow-up he was on don Lemon's show mm-hmm. and they completely oh dom lemon any, anyway completely just brushed over the fact that you know there's any, any form of calling out CNN on, on Joe Rogan's show and how gotcha. they never lied and were always good and always perfect and blah, 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 blah.
1: Gotcha. gotcha. Um,
0: but it really speaks to, like, we have conversations all the time, how when you sit down with people, you agree with them more than you usually do. Mm-hmm. Um, so CNN's chief medical correspondent, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, acknowledged that the network shouldn't have called a controversial drug being used as a COVID-19 treatment a horse dewormer as he was grilled by podcast host Joe Rogan about why the media was lying about the medication. Now, Jennifer, if you don't know, Joe Rogan uh, has not been vaccinated. Yes. So he, according to the vaccinated, is the devil. I was
1: about to say the exact same phrase. So uh, we,
0: we completely disagree if you don't get sarcasm out there. Uh, but instead of getting COVID, uh, the COVID-19 vaccine, he was taking uh, ivermectin. But he
1: didn't get COVID, correct? He got COVID. Yes. And
0: he was recommended by his doctor, not just from reading Facebook. Facebook. He was recommended by his doctor to take ivermectin, the human version, because there is one that is for horses, but there's also one for humans, and it's to treat malaria, (laughs) and that's what was prescribed, uh, and the monoclonal antibodies as well. And he got over it. Um, But the claim is that CNN... All of the other outlets use the phrase horse dewormer as an indication that people are taking the the one that's made for horses. And I think some people had because they're idiots. Yeah,
1: they went out and they like went to, I guess, your local co-op or whatever and and bought one that said
0: Ivermectin
1: and and then took it. and, And those people are idiots.
0: Like the person last year who poisoned her husband by giving him hydroxychloroquine that yeah. was for aquariums.
1: Yeah. So like maybe use a doctor mm-hmm. and if the doctor says, yeah, mm-hmm. this treatment's cool, then do that.
0: And that's exactly what Joe did, but they just ran with the headline, horse dewormer. Because it gets clicks. It does. And it does. Maybe they weren't trying to intentionally be mean. But it's not right.
1: No, but, like, we can call out the stupid people who are treating themselves incorrectly or treating their loved ones incorrectly and be like, hey, don't do that. That's stupid. Mm -hmm. And then if we, again, we're watching the scientific process at work here.
0: Oh, it's absolutely terrible.
1: At first we said, okay, maybe this isn't an effective treatment. Mm -hmm. Then people started using it. And now they're like, hey, this is an effective treatment as long as you're using the correct one and not the horse dewormer. (laughs) And that's fine. It doesn't matter that Trump suggested it. It doesn't matter that none of that matters. If science has said this is good and this works, then by all means, use it.
0: I think you you made one mistake there. If Trump says something, it's automatically wrong. Oh, I know. So I'm sorry, Jennifer. Jennifer. I will have to be kicking you off this show. I know. And I will have to be indicating that you are a rabid Trump supporter. Yes. Yes. Uh, despite your uh, liberal, val- your left-leaning liberal values, <laughs> and uh, I will see you later. So, okay. Well, bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs> yeah. Again, uh, sarcasm. Uh, but Gupta was confronted by Rogan about how the network has handled its cover, its coverage of ivermectin, mm-hmm. a drug also used to treat and prevent. Parasites in animals such as horses. On the Wednesday's episode of Joe, the Joe Rogan Experience, they shouldn't have said that. Gupta said of the network referring to the medication as a horse dewormer. But it was more so slandering Joe. It wasn't just that he was taking horse dewormer. It was Joe Rogan. Is taking horse dewormer.
1: Because he's not vaccinated, and he did choose to go with with that as a treatment. But now, he wasn't
0: taking horse dewormer. He was no, taking he was the taking... human version of ivermectin. Exactly. Yeah.
1: It's misleading, and it's, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not good. Yes. Again, is your doctor saying you should get the vaccine? Has the vaccine proven to be effective? Yes. Yes, it has. So maybe take that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if this is a treatment that you would like to, to take... Your doctor says that's cool. If it's effective, then do that. Mm -hmm. Do whatever your doctor says.
0: Listen to your doctors and don't slander people. The heated exchange over ivermectin—I watched it. It was not heated. No. uh, —whatsoever—began when the pair was discussing Rogan's bout with the virus earlier this year. Rogan, who was not vaccinated, said he took the drug in addition to receiving monoclonal antibodies. And let's also be clear, he was infected and— Getting the vaccine at that point would not have been helpful because he already had COVID right then and there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I mean, it might have been prevented by the vaccine. Right, of course, yeah. But there we were. But right then and
0: there, what is the...
1: The vaccine is not going to help once you already have COVID.
0: Right. The monoclonal antibodies is for for getting over COVID once you have it. Yeah. I don't know about the ivermectin, but...
1: Yeah, he did I, what he
0: was supposed to do in that moment.
1: I don't know enough about the science and the research of the ivermectin. so
0: um, That's a whole hot button issue for some reason.
1: Yeah. Like malaria, though. I don't. Is that really? I don't know. Anyway, because like the other one that they use is an antiviral. So mm-hmm. that makes perfect sense because COVID's a virus. Right. But anyway, again, I would have to read more, more of the research.
0: By the way, I'm glad you're better, group told the podcast host. Thank you, said Joe Rogan. You're probably the only one at CNN who's glad. <laughs> the rest of them are all lying about me, taking horse medication, Rogan replied. That bothered you, Gupta said. I mean, obviously. Well, yeah. It should bother you, too, Rogan replied. They're lying at your network about people taking horse drugs versus drugs for veterinary... Human
1: drugs mm-hmm. versus drugs for veterinary.
0: Oh, human drugs. Okay, yeah. 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 Gupta acknowledged that calling it a horse de-warmer is not the most flattering thing. I mean But
1: that was the point. An, that was the point, lie. wasn't it?
0: Wait, see, this is like the semantic game that they play. Like, oh yeah, but it could be a horse de-warmer, but, but that's it not wasn't what you took. Right.
1: It is a her- horse de warmer. They're not technically wrong. Right.
0: But that's how they escape any sort of, of it backlash. is a
1: horse de-warmer. Right. So yeah.
0: It's alive. Rogan shot back. It's a lie on a news network. And it's a lie that they're conscious of. It's not a mistake. They're unfavorably framing it as a veterinary medicine.
1: Exactly. And it's like we said. I mean, if you come out and you say, you know, local woman takes incorrect ivermectin because she has, you know, COVID. Mm -hmm. That was really dumb. Don't do that. Right. That's one thing.
0: Don't poison your husband with aquarium cleaner.
1: But, you know... Local, or, you know, Star gets COVID, is treated with his doctor's treatment plan. Makes a less flattering of a headline. Mm -hmm. Star that we don't agree with takes treatment, framed by the treatment plan of his Mm -hmm. medical doctor. That's not a good headline. And he's better. Good for him.
0: I feel, I I do agree with him. I think... Had he actually died, it would have been a bigger headline because they'd be like, look at all the people who took ivermectin. That's what killed him. Yeah. But now he's better. So it's like, oh, well, now we just have to say it's horse deworm.
1: In the contrast, though, there was also this story, and I don't have the full details, but I'm going to slightly reference it. Mm-hmm. There was a woman who was fighting to move her husband from a, and I think it might have been a Florida, Florida hospital, but she was trying to, fighting to get him moved to a different hospital because they would not give him ivermectin. Mm -hmm. And I believe at the time, I mean, they were, they were already giving him all the other treatments and they, they let her know like, ma'am, unfortunately, that is not our protocol Mm -hmm. at this hospital. We have not researched it. We do not know what, we would not know what we're doing and she made a big stink because she's like oh he got intubated because they didn't give him this medication and but again if that is not the protocol they're using Mm -hmm. if that is not what they have studied and said this is how we're going to treat our COVID patients then they have no business giving it to their patients right
0: absolutely i mean a hospital can be held liable for any number of things and if they don't believe that it's in the best practice to provide a certain medication they're certainly not going to provide it and put their hospital uh, let alone a medical professional would not do it to themselves if they did not feel competent in its effectiveness.
1: Exactly, but that was just kind of on the opposite end. People mm-hmm. were like, "Oh, well, they should have just given the, him the medication." And it's kind of like, mm. again, at the time, mm-hmm. that was not the recommendation from those doctors. Right. She did have the option to take her husband to a different hospital, mm-hmm. but
0: I think the problem people have, I, I, I think that's, I think in normal circumstances, people find that completely legitimate and they're cool with it they're like okay yeah it's your hospital you can do what you want here fine all good. Yeah. but i think the problem people have and i don't agree with it um i don't agree with the problem that they have but I, I understand where they're coming from is that it is political so if you hear all of the hate about ivermectin on social media and it's getting banned on talking about it on twitter and stuff I don't know if that's true. I can't, I can't remember. Enough. Yeah. Um, but, but it's being, you know, talked down about on MSN and whatnot. And then you start to think, well, heck, hydroxychloroquine, that was political. It was purely political. Ivermectin, that's political too. So is my doctor, is my doctor a Democrat? Yeah. My doctor's a Democrat because he's not providing it. And I know that it is effective because... Uh, well, I've, Facebook I've told me. Right, right, I've been reading things. Um, and not just Facebook. I mean, there's there's some high-profile individuals who are, are scientists and stuff that talk about it. Um, whether they're right or wrong, I don't know. But their concern is that it's political and people are not using it because uh, they're part of the political machine or the political ideology that does not agree with it, irregardless of whether or not it's may be effective or not yeah right um
1: and that's what happens when we get into this i'm right they're wrong mm -hmm. this is what i believe this is what they believe into the us versus them Mm -hmm. you have people potentially on both sides because i mean say hydro hydro chloroquine i can't say that one yeah uh say that was like the cure Uh and then everybody was like no don't do that because trump said it Like, that is potentially hurting the Well, that's exactly what happened. I mean, it is. But, like,
0: you know... I'm not saying it's a cure, but there was a research study that came out that said it did decrease the death rate by, like, 400% or something. Yeah. it was one article. I'm not saying that was, you know... Like, the end-all be-all. But, But yeah,
1: I mean, it works both ways. Like, you could be potentially harming yourself by saying something that is effective when it's not just because one person said it or, you know, saying it's not effective because somebody said it. To be denying yourself a good treatment
0: so now, you would, just don't know i would agree that i don't know i i know that when trump was in office he signed the right to try act and that was if you're on your deathbed you're allowed to try some experimental medicine or whatever um, i mean you're dying you might as well try anything at that point i don't know what that applies to what yeah. extent that applies to what diseases medications, not? But I would kind of argue that it, if you signed a waiver in the hospital and you're just like, I want ivermectin, and they're like, we don't know anything about it. or We don't agree with it. It's not part of our... It's
1: not something we have seen clinically based or right. whatever.
0: But if they signed a waiver and they said, we're going to do it, we get that you don't recommend it, but and we're waiving any liability on you, I wouldn't see that as a problem.
1: I don't feel like any hospital lawyers would ever let that happen because (laughs) they would look and go... I don't know. I still see a lot of loopholes in this waiver and people will fight even say they would say, oh, well, did you get a psychiatry consult before yeah. he signed that waiver? Was he in his right mind? Was he? I mean, there would be so many steps I feel like you would need to take before yeah. they even signed that waiver. Oh, that's a slippery slope.
0: I don't disagree. Yeah. But but just kind of ignoring all of those things and just that one sign a waiver and then they can do it. Um, I, I, I have no problem. Like, if it was set in stone, there was no problem whatsoever, I'd be like, cool, fine. You know, if you want to try something, go for it. Um, and lastly, I'll bring up, there is also the problem of inventory, right? Hospitals likely don't even carry it in. Anyway.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, and then you have to, like, figure out, okay, how do we bill for this? How do we right. pay for this? Like, if it's not something we have in our system, mm-hmm. how right. how are we even doing this? Right. So, And this may be completely off base, but, like, that, to me, has a slippery slope to, like, Never mind, I'm not going to say it. It's YouTube, but it, it's a slippery slope. That's what I'll leave it at. So a what?
0: I mean, wh- what what is a slippery slope? Uh,
1: the like when you're on your deathbed, the the right to like what are your rights when you're dying and you are on your deathbed
0: basically. So no, I would hope that I would be able to try anything. I mean, it's, I get one life and I'm not going to die anyway. Yeah. I would hope that i get to try something god willing it works it likely won't yeah but it would also help out the researchers too if it doesn't it doesn't if it does it does fantastic like if it does and you try something and it cures cancer my god like fantastic dude you just cured cancer that's true that is my that is my excitement in that regard i guess (laughs) um
1: good job you might have died but like you were dying anyway yeah like
0: dude you just cured cancer also i'm pretty sure didn't they just release a drug that cures malaria or something Outside of, I guess ivermectin. I was gonna
1: say I, I that's what we're talking about. Um, is it?
0: Is it now? Now I'm confused. Um, I is think that ivermectin was ivermectin for.
1: No, I think the hydroxychloro word I can't say was the malaria drug, if I'm not mistaken.
0: No, no, no. Ivermectin is potential new vector control tool to reduce malaria transmissions.
1: Ah. So what was the hydrochloro word mm, I can't say?
0: Hydro. What is hydroxychloric when used for? Malaria.
1: Yeah. So they're both malaria.
0: Oh. So let me check. So new malaria drug. Oh, vaccine. Oh, vaccine. Oh, it's
1: a vaccine. Um, oh, okay. Yep. yep. Oh, that's new, helpful.
0: New malaria vaccine to benefit hundreds of thousands of children in Africa.
1: Oh, yeah. That's cool. Fantastic. I'm yeah. I'm tired
0: of hearing about that. Good. <laughs> I mean, really, we've been talking about, like I say in many of our podcasts, we talk about the same issues for like the last 30, 20, 20 years, my entire life.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. thank
0: God we've solved something.
1: Yeah. And it's one thing to be able to treat a child once they have malaria, mm-hmm. but it's complete opposite to see if, you know, they make sure they never get malaria in the first place.
0: Seriously. I, I know Bill Gates released those uh, bio bioengineered mosquitoes to, they can't, they're not able to carry malaria, but I guess the scientists were like, holy crap, let's get this vaccine out there now. <laughs>
1: because we're going to have bioengineered <laughs> mosquitoes that's what happened to that turtle <laughs> the mosquito
0: um rogan called out some of gupta's colleagues such as out front anchor aaron burnett were referring to the treatment as a livestock drug with glee before summing up his stance on the matter saying the point is that it's a lie
1: and that's the thing like that's that's what i always say about i'm gonna continue to pick on cuomo mm-hmm. he's always so happy He's like, and now this is what they're doing, and it's just great. And it's like, maybe don't make fun of them. Maybe continue to talk to them and try to educate people on why this might not be a good idea.
0: It does not get clicks. Mm -hmm. I know,
1: I know. But like, yeah, maybe helping out people, even though maybe you don't agree with them on all your ideologies. That that sucks.
0: Um, Did you know that the guy who runs CNN currently used to is a re- he directs reality tv shows at least in the past
1: god, that explains so much mm-hmm. that honestly explains so much
0: he actually also produced the apprentice he
1: whoa plot that. twist you didn't know that plot you twist did that? i did okay. not know that
0: Yeah, more you know
1: holy crap
0: yeah
1: it's uh, oh my god it's all a show oh i just my my brain just went full conspiracy
0: theory yeah um it can be used for humans i get it gupta said not just could be not just could it be used for humans it is often used for humans along with all the other drugs that i took said joe all human drugs he emphasized they know it's a human drug and they lied it's defamatory yes
1: again for legal purposes mm-hmm. for them yeah. they didn't lie it is used as a horse wormer mm-hmm. but mm-hmm what we get into and what we need to get into more with the media at what point does a framing of the truth then become legally a lie if you are manipulating your viewer base into thinking a certain way and not just preventing you know presenting the facts is that not a lie by manipulation essentially I mean, that's also a slippery slope, because the media and freedom of speech, but...
0: Um, and press. It, I mean, it is a lie. The, the problem you run into is, if they make a mistake, an honest mistake, then should they also be... Like, like, if you say it's defamatory, I would say, then sue them. Fantastic, sue them. Like, they shouldn't be lying at all. But, if they make an honest mistake... Should you be sued for an honest mistake? And I think that's where the the line in the sand is. And I think we've gotten to a point culturally or societally that we know they're lying. Yeah. So I think we can all generally just assume that, like, there has to be a line in the sand.
1: But I would also argue, no, we don't. Because you still have those people who are like, oh, well, I heard it on CNN. Uh They're not lying. But those people over on Fox News, they're lying. True. True. Sure. And again, like we've said this before, if you're presenting it, you should just have to present it in the facts. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan took iver, uh, ivermectin, mm-hmm. a drug used for malaria in humans, in humans, and I mean present all of it, and and is at times used for horse deworming in animals in a different dose. Present it all.
0: Um. So, what do you think of fines? If you, there should be some, I think we can both agree that there should be some sort of negative reinforcement. Yeah. To get the facts right. Not to, I mean, we, we want people not to lie, but we also want to encourage people to get the facts right. And they could have solved this problem by calling Joe, calling his doctor. Did they? I don't no. know.
1: And I, that's I, not even. Well, yeah, did. that's Those true. People. Probably not.
0: Um, and so there should be. I would say a fine. Maybe maybe not suing, but maybe there should be some sort of fine and says, listen guys, you got this wrong. This amped up say someone's it. reputation. Yeah. Um so it's not like a huge fine that's gonna sink your ship. But when you it's get enough... something wrong to this degree, you you need to do better. Because we can't allow this to continue. Maybe it's suing, I don't
1: know. No, no, no. I mean, I get it. Again, you're gonna have the people who are freedom of speech, freedom of press, which we absolutely should be, like up in arms because ah how dare we mm-hmm. but like you can implement like okay so they say horse dewormer mm-hmm. one time oh okay hey mm, did you mention that it's also used for xyz in humans mm-hmm. no you didn't okay we're gonna say this was a mistake but i mean if you look at cnn if you've watched cnn for an hour mm-hmm. uh, three hours right. It's not just one person saying
0: horse dewormer mm-hmm. accidentally. It is
1: obviously a pattern. It is obviously something that they're
0: pushing. Oh yeah, every every mainstream every, news network feeds off of the article that's published by another mainstream
1: network. So at that point, if you look and you say, Okay, you said horse dewormer mm-hmm. in six of your shows twenty seven times mm-hmm. and did not at any point mention its uses for humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are fined Or the fact that heck. it was recommended by
0: his doctor. Or the fact that it was
1: recommended him. by right. his doctor, that it was under a treatment plan. I mean, whatever. Right.
0: If you did not show a concerted effort to, I don't know, fix, fix what it, you wrote before. Or to at
1: least like present your audience mm-hmm. with all of the information right. and not this information that you were very obviously trying to tailor to make them think a specific way.
0: I think, I don't know, I, I know there's the remember the case but we talked about it and clarence thomas and some judges are kind of turning again. new york times versus something um in which you're able to you're, you're protected because you're an art you're a news outlet mm-hmm. I, I don't i would hope that people are cognizant of the fact that people lie or yeah i, I had something but i lost it but anyway um oh, i had something else too and now i lost um
1: well, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent. This might not be related little, uh, at all, but, you know, I watch a lot of anti-MLM content for MLM. What is that? multi-level marketing. Oh, right. Um, and we, we may get a bunch of hate if people don't like the anti-MLM movement, but mm-hmm. I'm a huge supporter of it. And people make content on YouTube specifically looking at, you know, these businesses and their practices and things like that. Mm-hmm where they are protected is that they use the company's information, public information that you can access and they break it down. They never say, you know, this is their intent. They say, this is how this looks. When you look at these facts, it is an opinion. It is never framed as, you know, Hey, this is 100% truth of what they intend behind this. Mm -hmm. And I think, all media should be at least held to an extent to that standard, because some
0: form of truth.
1: Some, but you have to present the truth, mm-hmm. and then you can say, "Hey, this is what this looks like to me," but form your own opinion. Mm-hmm.
0: So, I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, uh, and you even see like opinion columns that are written like fact.
1: Oh, all the time. And we hate those. That is a problem as well. We hate those so much.
0: I remember what I was going to say, and Good. it was about freedom of speech. And I agree with freedom of speech. I mean, obviously. It's on my website, you know, section two thirty reform and whatnot. The problem lies in in you have a power structure, right? So if you have right, I mean, you have the mainstream media, which it's it's, has, has huge influence. It's very powerful, it's very wealthy. And so how do you upset that power structure when you're just a just a regular guy. I mean, Joe Rogan's not a regular guy. Yeah. He's rich as, oh, well, get out. But the news does come after just regular people. So how does a regular person protect themselves against the media? You can say, well, they should just sue. Well, okay, sure. They don't but, have that option. And even if they do, they're going up against people who have tons of money and the best lawyers in the business. So you need something to allow for that upset of power, right? I mean, we live in a country in which you're – distribute power equalize power I don't know why I can't remember the phrase um, but that should be a thing as well you know if, if the news is able to get away with that then what's stopping them from continuing to do it to just anybody yeah and that's a problem especially yeah. when it comes to what is the truth and what is not the truth so. separation of power that's what it is <laughs> uh, despite the tense exchange Gupta later said he was glad he appeared on the show I was walk- I walked into the lion's den and spoke spoke with Joe Rogan on his podcast for more than three hours. Vaccines, ivermectin, and much more. Friends tried to get me to turn down his invite, but ultimately I'm glad I did. He wrote on Twitter.
1: Oh my. It's almost as if having conversations with people mm-hmm. even when you don't agree with them as evidenced by you know a post or two, a video or two ago um, you can still come together, understand each other and have good conversation that leads to meaningful change and impacts
0: i almost wonder if i i would highly bet 100 uh dr sanjay gupta again great guy seems like a great guy i don't know anything about him seems like a nice guy i doubt he knew anything about joe rogan other than he's the guy cnn hates and took horse Warmer.
1: And again, I, after hearing his name so much, he is 100% the person that they always have like on these shows. The one that Cuomo's always talking over. And he, like I said, it never seems like he's actually stating his opinion. He states, yes, this is what they're saying in the medical community. And whoever the anchor is, Cuomo especially comes on and is like, so what you're saying is, this is what they're saying. And he's like, well, these are the facts we're being presented. He seems like a chill dude.
0: Well, I only said that because it did not seem from the exchange that he was prepared for an an intelligent response and like in, he was an shocked. intelligent pushback to what CNN says and, and does. I don't think he was prepared for that. I... Again, maybe he knows Joe Rogan, but it did not seem like he did. And I think there is this uh, separation between, you know, if we're talking about these people on the news all the time, I don't think they actually know who they're talking about. I think they have an idea. And I think that idea that they had of Joe, is just he's just some yokel who likes to smoke weed and roll around on a mat because he does uh, jiu-jitsu or <laughs> MMA. I don't think they've ever listened to him before. And I think they just had this perception of who he is. And I I don't think he was prepared for that. So it was really interesting. So if you have not watched the episode, I recommend it. I do.
1: Very good. Very good.
0: Because it's always good to talk to people you don't know and you don't always agree with. Because sometimes you might just have your mind changed. And if your mind is changed, sometimes that's a good thing.
1: And Joe, if you want to help out a budding podcast such as ourselves, reach out.
0: Reach out, and you can join the long list of other people we've asked to sponsor our show, including NASA, Alcoholic Beverages, and I don't know, some, Oh, there have been so else. many.
1: I don't even remember them all. I ask everyone in our, in our shout-outs, too. But
0: we await your call, and we will see everyone else in the next one. Bye, guys. Bye.